Is that you? Oh, look out! <laughs> I was. I was <laughs> what did he say? I was chipping golf look balls. Out. <laughs> I was chipping golf balls in my front yard. Yeah, I am. I am fascinated by that. Oh, dude, I, I honestly can't wait. I made sure that my wife set the DVR upstairs. I said, listen, I don't know how long this stupid podcast is going to run, but at 10 o'clock on FX, make sure it's rolling. I just set the DVR because I forgot it was tonight until you until you said you, you can't wait for this OJ. Yeah. I said, oh, yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr. as OJ. You guys know it. there's on demand, right? Well, it's just, yeah, but yeah, but you can only get so many episodes on demand. I <laughs> And DVR is better because you can fast forward through everything. Yeah, yeah I, I just I just found that out. You can't fast forward on the DVR. I mean the uh, on demand stuff, which is no no bueno. Yeah, because the commercials are shorter. I'm sure people care. <laughs> I don't want I, I don't want to sit through any commercials. I don't, you know uh, you know I don't want to see a uh, commercial for Windex. I don't care. I want to fast forward. Right. Uh, Did you guys I am watch? watching. I am watching Georgetown get beaten again. Hey, shockingly. Jesus. Take a look at the picture I just retweeted that was on Steve Elkington's. Twitter feed. He's a good. Uh-oh. He's a good follow, by the way. Yeah, he's a former PGA Tour pro. Thanks. Let's see who the. I was gonna say who the hell is Steve Elkington. They call him the Elk, but I mean I don't know what. Uh, yeah. You know. He's boys with Jim Rome. Yep. Used to come in the jungle swinging in on a vine. Yeah. Let's see, Steve <laughs> Elkington. It's the first and only time you'll ever do this, Rich. I have a feeling. <laughs> who is this guy? Who's he not? I mean, he's just a former golfer that does bad shtick with uh, Romy. I mean, who's the picture of the guy? Who's the guy in the picture? I have no idea. But you know what, Jabby? Uh, Elkington is also famous or infamous for an on-course argument he had with uh, Bubba Watson when Bubba was a rookie. I mean, I don't know what tree you bark up, but, I mean, I do follow golf a little bit. (laughs) Jesus. So so you know who Tiger Woods is? I'm I'm well aware. Fuzzy Vell, I mean, you heard of Fuzzy uh, Zeller, too. I know everything that's going on here, pal. Wow. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Get that, that Lucy was barking up some bad trees over there, I feel like. What do you? What, I'm in I'm like just... nine golf pools, and yaks tell me about a guy from like ten years ago. Get out of here! <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm just watching. I'm just looking at uh, yaks tweets where him and Tom are going back and forth about oh. somebody's daughter. Oh. <laughs> Whose daughter are you talking about? What are you about? talking about? And there's something. Somebody's daughter, Jason Reed, was involved and in, was something. Uh, oh no, I wasn't really busting Tom's balls. Oh. Uh, it's just it was so it was stupid. I don't, I don't even want to get into it. It's it's it's, it's gonna. Bore Anytime me. I see Jason Reed, I automatically know it's stupid. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, the good thing too, if you go to Yak's timeline, a lot of him about like planes being stopped and and bus crashes <laughs> and yeah, a lot of positivity over there of on uh, the Yak side. Are, okay, are you ready to start this dumb show? Yeah, but can can anyone did anyone hear me say that I was watching Georgetown lose again? I can. You bark up trees. I'm in like nine leagues tonight. Yes, I know Georgetown's getting pounded. I have Durham. Rich, for nothing matters in college basketball until March. I disagree. Well, they're not going to be there in March, so it doesn't. Well, yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. right. If if you're one of these teams that's like on the fence, the fence. But I, I can't get, you know, like they were talking the the other night. Oh, oh Duke is out of the top twenty-five for the first time since. 2007. Well, guess what? Duke's going to be in the tournament yeah. when they announce the, 
the 752 teams that make it or whatever it is at now. So who yes, cares? 68. Yeah, I'm with you. I, well, see I know Taylor. what team but is yeah, not going to be there. With, Georgetown. You know, if your boys, uh, I know you're a Georgetown Mark. and Yeah, they are they need to get their. Terry's a Mark. They need to get their S together. Who, well, was at, who was at Georgetown Providence last Saturday? Shooter was. You, you were. Chris Dunn's a star. That's the worst home or... court advantage in the history of college basketball, Rich. Yeah, because it's not a home oh, court advantage. Yeah. I mean. I mean, well, if you if you go to McDonough, it seats like two hundred people. Yes. I mean, Dematha has a bigger gym. You exactly. wait till that home court advantage tomorrow night when Steph Curry and the Warriors roll into the the oh, bone baby. Booth. You're gonna talk about a total, and you'll hear it all Thursday morning about. Oh my God! I can't believe how many Steph Curry jerseys were there. The fans were all rooting for the Warriors. That's what happens. I mean, that, your team that's sucks. what happens. Let, let me explain. Uh, economics 101 to you knuckleheads. And I'm, when I say knuckleheads, I'm not talking about rich and jabby. But all, <laughs> that'd, that'd I'm talking about all these people that piss and moan every time, uh, whether it was Kobe's last game of a couple months ago, when, you're, when your team is the 11th seed in the Eastern Conference and they're going nowhere quickly, and Steph Curry, the greatest show on earth, uh, and his team are coming to town. And in the markup, in the in the in the off uh, secondary market value of a ticket, is in the hundreds and sometimes thousands of dollars. People are going to sell them. Right. And that's how it works. Right. It happens in other parks too. I know that it, absolutely. DC it only thinks it's all park. about DC, but there are other places on the earth. Jabby, you are so correct, yeah, and I am once. so sick of the just the. It's almost an egotistical attitude that these dopes have here in Washington. I mean, it happens everywhere. You mean it doesn't just happen in D.C., Yak? You mean it oh. doesn't just happen at FedEx Field? It doesn't just happen at the Verizon Center? So yeah, other just, places? Okay. We're just the worst sports town in in, in, in the country. No, there's a lot of bad of them. There's uh-huh. a lot of bad ones. Well, speaking of the worst, you are listening to Between the Lines? On the Baltimore Sports <laughs> Report Network. That's Rich one of the Turpin. greatest segues that ever. pretty good. Thank you. Rich Turpin joined by Sports Jack Mike. Hi there. And Javi Burns. Good evening, everybody. And speaking of the Warriors, they are going to be making a trip to the White House on Thursday. And I heard someone say on the radio today that that might cause them to trip up against the Wizards on Wednesday. <laughs> Really? You really think I? It was somebody on 980 this morning, Uh-oh. and I couldn't believe. I can't remember who it was. Air, huh? And I could not believe that I thought to my. I thought to myself, really, you really think that that's going to cause them to trip up against the Wizards? They uh-huh. could send. They could send Curry and and Draymond Green and those guys to the White House and let the backups play, and they would still beat the Wizards. The they Wizards could go to the White House that Michael Irvin and the Dallas Cowboys back in the 90s had, and I guarantee they'd still come out of that and still boat race the Wizards. Yes. Right, Yak? You know what I'm saying with the White House? You get where I'm going? Yeah, right no, now? I'm talking about the, 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 the slopes that Michael Irvin used to ski <laughs> <Yes>. on. <laughs> yeah, no, it's – listen, I mean, the Wizards, they have some problems. Uh, I, I'm glad, too, that the uh, KD to DC thing has oh. died down. Not that I wouldn't care if he came here. I think that would be great. But it, it, it is pretty sad to just sit, sit sit there and listen and watch people just grasp on that. Uh, but, yeah, Golden State, I'm looking at it right now. They're a 10.5-point favorite. What's that total? Uh, 225. Mm, wow. Wow. Well, Golden, yeah, State, Golden State will score 140. Yeah. So, I mean, the Wizards hey, even gave up hey, what, 122 and 112 the last two games. Yeah. Hey, Jabby, listen. Might if, be the highest if, of the year. 
if Barack and Michelle happen to trip up the Golden State Warriors, the Golden State Warriors, you have to lay 625 just to win 100 on the money line. Yeah, I like the Wiz plus the points there. Do you? Yeah, I would think so. I would. I don't know. I just feel like every time, just like when they went into Houston the other night, that line was only five, I think. And everybody's like, oh, Houston's going to win. They're going to kill them 80% of the money on it. And then what happens? The Wiz win in Houston. Yeah, but what was the line against Oklahoma City, though? I think Oak City, and that was like 10. So they uh-huh. ended up covering that. But still, it's just it's the NBA. Nobody yeah. cares right now, the norm, nor do they normally. So let's stop talking about the damn NBA because you know what's happening this week, boys? It's the Super Bowl, and <laughs> it's in San Francisco. And last night, they started with the stupid opening night bit. And listen, I don't want to yell and scream about the Pro Bowl. They have to play it. It gets a rating enough already. I know you hate it, but the people that scream about it probably are in their basement watching at their mom's house. So I know that that's exactly what happened. So get over yourself. They're going to play it. What I would say about that opening night thing, guys, I'm used to just that maybe I'm the old man with a cane. I like the kind of, you know, during the day type deal. And, you know, they, they showed it. Last night was kind of weird to me I, I really didn't understand the whole scene i know that you could buy tickets if you were a fan mm-hmm. what did you guys kind of i mean again it's something stupid again that the super bowl has to do but what did you catch the vibe on that well i'll interject real quickly uh, i was telling somebody about this today i have not listened to a single second of radio row and i know that's different from what you're talking about but to kind of tie it in i just don't care i mean i I am interested in this game, and I want Sunday to get here, okay? Because, I, you know, just because it's a Super Bowl, it's probably Peyton Manning's last game. But I don't care about all this hype. Uh, I don't care about Radio Row. Uh, Radio Row is basically like – it's like people passing around the same joint for three hours. You know, I mean, this guy's on Colin Cowards, and the next – you know, now he's on uh, – Nasty D- Nestor. Yeah, I mean, they're on every single show, and they're all promoting or selling something, and I just don't care. So, you know, just get to the game. I I think I know uh, the side I'm gonna I'm gonna take. Uh, it's officially at six on every website I'm looking at. But honestly, Javi, I don't really care about all that noise. Good. Yeah, Rich. I, I I couldn't agree more. I honestly I don't I don't care what Joe Namath has to say. About the Super Bowl. I'm gonna kiss you. I don't care that they bring all these old timers. And again, I haven't listened to one second of Radio Row either because I, again, it doesn't. I want, I want the game to get here, and I'm, I'm hyped to watch this game. I'm excited. I think it's gonna be a great game. But I just, it doesn't interest me. All these questions, like they're talking about that Cam Newton was being asked and Peyton Manning's being asked, and they bring all these old codgers. They, they parade them through Radio Row. It doesn't matter what Jerry Rice thinks to me, or like I said, Joe Namath, or or these guys. It doesn't move the needle for what me. About Romanowski. No, no. Does he? Is he? Was he punching? Was he punching people in the face as he was giving interviews? No, he's pretty hyped I mean, though when he calls in. I mean, that I, guy's on something, right? Yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, I, 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 I bet he won't be spitting and drooling all over himself when he's fifty-five. Yes, he's gonna be fine. Junior Seau has a spot next to him upstairs because I have a feeling the two are gonna be together there. What a brutal, brutal, brutal game and playing that position. You look for Hallmark. Uh, well, I mean, I heard, Roman, I heard Romanowski's a good teammate, though. I heard he's a really good teammate. Yeah, just he <laughs> knocks people out. I wouldn't mess with Romanowski. Doesn't either. like to break people's eye sockets. I know that. Well, good. I'm glad you guys find that just about <laughs> as annoying as I do. I thought it's 
it's it's it's something you have to do. Um, you didn't get anything out of it. I was I was asking you guys when was the Cam Newton you know was black? How long have you been a black quarterback? Question. I wonder how long that was going to come to come out because I think yesterday was the day, Rich. Um, you know, however many years ago it was when your boy Doug Williams out in yep. San Diego, California, went down seven nothing and dropped forty two on the Broncos. Actually, the uh, they were down ten nothing. Ten. Thank nothing. you. Right. Thank you. And scored 42 unanswered points. Thank you. And they, yeah. and they scored 35 in the second quarter, which which is the most points ever scored in a Super Bowl quarter. Yeah, they were. Which, a, which does not get enough run, if you ask me. But no, it doesn't. And 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 once upon a time, I used to fall asleep watching the VH VHS recording of that game. Every single night, I fell asleep to it because it was so just magical. Yeah, those those are some words that'll never come out of Jabby Burns' mouth. Mm, I might have, depending on what, what happened. It was in San Diego, so maybe I could the Murph in there because the Tijuana Chargers are back, baby, and they're loving every minute of it. Um, <laughs> and I know you glossed over this Pro Bowl. I did. I, I watched about six point one seconds okay. of it. Good. And I and I said and I tweeted this the other day. I am on Twitter at the Rich Turpin. I think they need to do away with the Rice versus Urban thing. I honestly do. agree. They need to go back to AFC versus NFC. And I said that they need to make these players, they have to make them play or do what the NHL does. You find them if they don't play or, or, or whatever. You have to give them some kind of incentive for making the Pro Bowl and wanting to play. Because the fact that, and we talked about this last week, the fact that Teddy Bridgewater is out there is a joke. The fact that Derek Carr is out there is a joke. You have the eighth left tackle starting uh, for, the, you know, for the Irvin side. The, it's a complete disaster. It's a complete yeah. and utter joke. No, it's no, not no. even a Pro Bowl. It's ridiculous. Again, the eighth best tackle is playing out there, mm -hmm. and he's a Pro Bowler? No. Yeah. To me, no, that's not I, a Pro Bowl. I'm with you, Rich. And, and I honestly get so sick of the cliched answer. Like if they have the uh, the guy they had on the – the junkies had on this morning, the, the any media guy, whether it's uh, John Olernard or whatever his name. It's something like John Olernard or Joe Olernard. Or Darren Ravel. John Olerud? Not John Olerud. He used to uh, play for the Orioles. <laughs> nice one. But Where's the here's, here's what they tell you. They say, oh, well, look at the numbers it's doing. Who cares? Yeah, who I cares? I mean, look, look at the numbers the uh, keeping up with the Kardashians d does. And I mean, Grant and Danny. Yeah, that's garbage. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't need to watch the Kardashians, even though it does great ratings. The Pro Bowl is a complete uh, – it's embarrassing. It is. It's embarrassing. And it, <laughs> but are you I with me though? They they have to they have to get Michael Irvin, and, and, and who's the other guy? Dion. Who's the other team? Irvin and Jerry Rice. Yeah, get those guys out of there. You're not affiliated with the. You're not in the NFL anymore. You were great once upon a time. No one cares about you anymore. AFC, NFC, and that's it. Traditional red, uh, blue jerseys and white jerseys. Let you wear your helmet and move on. And that's how it was. All these like neon green and all this other stuff. It's oh my god! It's it's garbage. Yeah. It's terrible. Yep. They should they should just do away with the game. I mean, with with all the safety and concussion concerns. First of all, not, these guys do not want to go out there and play, and it is a grind. And I know we made fun of it uh, after after the fact when we heard Trent Williams on the radio uh, interviewed by the Junkies the Tuesday morning. After they lost to Green Bay, but he was a dynamo that what that yeah. day, wasn't he? In in <laughs> and that's my point. You can just hear it. That season in that league is just an absolute beatdown on those guys. 
they do not want to play a Pro Bowl. I mean, just figure something. Don't even do it. I mean, kick, you know, take it off the kick schedule. Kick field goals. Everyone kick field goals. Yeah, just do that. A, no, but I said, I even said, and again, I hate to keep going back to it, tweeted, you have a quarterback challenge where they throw the, the balls at the moving targets and whatever. You have some kind of uh, obstacle course or something yeah. for speed. You have a kicking competition. You do something to where the guys that are named – you still get the trip to Hawaii. You still give the fans a chance to see them and do something, and, and that's it. And that's how it goes because these guys aren't going to play in the game. Like you said, you're not going to see the days of seeing Brady and Breeze and, and Aaron Rodgers and those guys. Those days are done. You're going to see the the mid-level guys from now on, the Derek Cars and the Teddy Bridgewaters. You're going to see those guys, and to me, that's not a Pro Bowl. No, you're I, insulting my intelligence as a football player by telling me that Teddy Bridgewater is a Pro Bowler. And you're not going to see Kirk in there because he's going to be in the Super Bowl next year, right, Rich? Exactly. So you won't have to worry about that. Well, exactly. Super Bowl 50 is here, boys. Um, long season. Uh, actually, a pretty good season overall. I know the parody word gets thrown around a lot, Yak. And um, interestingly enough, the two number one seeds ended up in, as, as, it, as where we're at now. If you think about it, it's kind of funny because – I think Denver in the last game of the year could have ended up as low as the four seed, um, end up with the one seed, you know, with the, the, the Patriots losing and everything that happened. Right. Um, you go into this game, uh, opens up right out of the gate as a three-and-a-half-point favorite for the Panthers. I felt that was a little – it was almost like Vegas kind of testing the waters, in my opinion. Yeah, kind of like, okay, well, we're going to throw a number out. Let's see how much action comes. And what did we see? I mean, everything comes just jumping in on the Panthers. I think there's a money pummeled. line bet, right? Money line bet of like 600K on it that mo- actually yeah. moved the line. Um, no. I have a feeling that guy's going to come back maybe and take the Broncos on the other side try to middle it, but – that's here nor there at this point. Um, what was your vibe when the line came out? And, um, you know, before we get into the props and all the other things, what was your vibe when that came out? Do you think that was pretty even? I think the total is around 45 at this point. I thought it was a little low. And I, the conversation I had with my buddy, the legend, I thought it was going to be four and a half. Well, here's what's going on. And I know you guys all know this. Vegas is getting crushed right now. They opened that line opened way, way, way too low. It opened at three and a half. Uh, uh, Carolina minus three and a half. The reports and the articles that I'm reading is saying that Vegas has taken eighty percent of the action on Carolina. So uh, my buddy, I talked to him two days ago. He went to the, the the Sun Coast, which is where I go out there. They had already moved it to six. And a guy at the Suncoast told that he knows, one of the regulars, he told him he doesn't see how it doesn't get to six and a half or seven. He says they are just getting an onslaught of Carolina bets, and nobody wants to take Denver. And and that's the only way Vegas offsets their money. So, yeah. you know, they're going to have to, they're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to throw some juice out there and uh, or an incentive for somebody because – you know, it's it, it to me, and I'm kind of giving away my hand. But as long as it's under a touchdown, I don't have a whole lot of incentive uh, on Denver. I'm sorry. Yeah, based on what you saw um, last week, of course, and all the other thing that went on. Rich, I know you're not as big into to the numbers. I know you follow them and everything, but I know you were one that we talked about, like like talked a lot about last week, talking about how you liked Denver a lot in that game against. Um, you know, in this Super Bowl going forward, I think you've tweeted out a little bit, and I don't know exactly which way you're leaning, but were you surprised even that the line was that low? Mm, I was surprised that the line was that low only for the fact that I think Denver immediately 
not embraced, but I think immediately they were labeled this underdog team and, you know, miraculous. I kept saying it was a miraculous win against uh, against New England, which, by the way, what was the number in the title game? What was New England favorite in that game? Two was and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, and, and, and that was a road. They were a road favorite, right? Yep. Yeah. So, again, so to me, a road favorite, two and a half. You look at maybe if New England's at home, that's like a seven or eight. So now you shift Carolina, neutral field, Carolina, 15 and one. Uh, the way they've been dominating people, yeah, I would have thought it would have opened up at maybe six, seven. But I, I mean, what? I mean, again, I don't know. And honestly, I don't even care. I don't that's care the thing, Jack, as you pointed out, Vegas doesn't care about wanting to get a certain amount. They want action on both sides, and that's why I was surprised by that number because three and a half. It was almost like, woo, you want these sharps to come in early and grab that. Um, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm actually in a, in a different opinion than you, Yak. I think, but. Um, uh, the game itself, okay, so you got these two two narratives, right? You got the Peyton Manning narrative, of course, right off into the sunset, right into the TV booth, kick Collinsworth out, go in there with Michaels next year with a Super Bowl ring, tie your brother for Super Bowls, get yourself to 500 if you're Peyton Manning in playoffs if he was to win the Super Bowl here. Kind of changes almost everything that was talked about Peyton Manning in a way, right? If, if he's able to come on, come on with this win. On the other hand, you have Cam. Supposedly, he's brash. I actually find him kind of refreshing in a way, by the way. I think he's... I, I have like no him. problem with him at all. And so no. I'm having a tough time trying to figure out what side I'm on and who I'm going to feel bad for and everything like that. That's what I kind of find about this Super Bowl. It's kind of interesting because I don't have a hatred on either side. I really – I can't really pick a side. It was just going to be where, wherever the action's going to be. Um, what do you think is a better story? And either one of you can jump in. What is a better story? I mean, obviously the Manning thing is, but what about you know the story with this Panther team and, and with Cam kind of – catapulting himself into that rarefied air into the Aaron Rodgers with one and being this young um, what do you think is a better story for the NFL you know what Jabby I'm, I'm actually glad that you mentioned that not having a side to root for because it seems like and obviously the Redskins haven't been to the Super Bowl in forever and I don't know when was the last time the Bolts were in the Super Bowl what, 10 years 15 94. years ago yeah 20 years ago as well so every single year there seems to be and I'm just speaking for myself Every year, at least for the last, I don't know how many I can remember, there's always somebody that I've picked the team and said, well, this is who I'm rooting for. I mean, obviously, last year I was rooting for um, the Patriots because I hate Seattle. Two years ago, Denver for the same reason. Um, Obviously, I was rooting against the Ravens because I hate Baltimore. I mean, just every year there seems to be a team that I want to see lose because I don't have... Uh, like for them and this year I don't really I don't have dislike for either team I do want to see Manning win the Super Bowl and ride out into the sunset like you mentioned and on the other hand I would love to see Cam Newton win just to to shut up all these people that just all of his detractors for everything that he does as far as they think he's cocky and he's dancing and the same exact things that Aaron Rodgers does by the way for some reason Cam Newton is vilified for doing it I don't really have We, we know what that reason is yeah, that's true because it's black, and that and that's and the whatever and that if you want to be a complete racist and and, and jerk and and that's fine, that's your prerogative. But you know, I, I had a I had an argument on Facebook with one of the guys that I'm friends with because he said he hates Cam Newton because he's cocky. I said, yeah. okay, what NFL player on a high level that's good is not cocky? I mean, you can't come with something that generic and just say you don't like him. I said, yeah, when he's giving balls away to these kids, he seems pretty like a really bad guy. Trust me, I got a I got a good friend that for the last twenty years has hated on Tiger Woods for no reason other than I don't know. You, you take you take a stab, but uh, to answer Jabby's question, I think 
I totally agree with you about Cam Newton. I have no problem with the way he handles himself. I think it's great for the NFL. It's great that he's handing out footballs uh, to read these letters. And I, and I do get sick of seeing these people post these letters from these fat slobs that live in the, in the South and piss and moan about, well, Cam Newton did this and Cam Newton did that. You know, I think Cam Newton is, is, is great for the league. I think he is comfortable in his role as uh, the quarterback. He has really just looks – I mean, he looks like he just belongs there. You know, and, and some of these passes – and I, I brought this game up before, and I'll bring it up again because maybe this is where the light switch went off for me is the, the week they played at Seattle – and Cam Newton, Cam Newton led them on a fourth-quarter charge, I think to two touchdowns, to come back and beat the Seahawks. That is when I took note, and I was like, wow, you know, <laughs> this guy looks like the real deal. So having said that, Jabby's question, the better, the better story, in my opinion, is no doubt Peyton Manning. If Peyton Manning, first of all, they're going to be, as we're talking about, they're going to be close to a seven-point dog, Okay. If Peyton Manning, who's arguably he's in the top, you know, he's in the top three in the conversation, any conversation anybody has about greatest NFL quarterbacks ever, Peyton Manning is going to be in it. And if he goes out like this, beating this up and comer who's going to be around for probably another eight or 10 or 12 years, I think that's the better story. Yeah, I agree. I know I didn't get to finish, but yeah, I agree too. Peyton Manning winning after everyone said he was done. His arm, his noodle arm, yak in 2012 said Manning was done. Comes and sets records and you know second Super Bowl in four seasons with uh, Denver. I believe it's four seasons, second Super Bowl in four seasons. So yeah, I mean it, it's got to be Peyton Manning. So where yeah, are you at, Jack? You got to be on Peyton. I mean, no, there's it no is. way. It's 100. percent I mean, I'm you know I've I've told the story in the past, but Mrs. Burns has met. Peyton Manning and passing right before he started went into the draft and they were down in New Orleans and he was out somewhere and you know you know my wife ended up talking to him and, and he said uh, she asked him what he did first of all he asked her and she you know said medicine or whatever and he, he came back and she said what, what do you do and he said I, I'm in sports he didn't say I'm about to be the first pick in the draft or anything like that yeah. just a normal cool dude I, I just it's easy to root for for the guy his you know his commercials a lot of people are put off by his things I think it's kind of funny myself I think, I think they are funny good zings yeah. Um, and he is who he is. I think it's funny, though, the act if, if and Rich, going to look at this whole deal now, Peyton Manning, think about it. If his, this is his last game and somehow he is able to manage, because that's what's going to have to happen, manage himself into a victory behind a really, really good defense. He's gone from to, to walk off in the sunset being the game manager, almost like that yak. Think about that pitcher that threw used to throw 95 to, you know, 100 miles an hour, get striking people out. But then in the, you know, big game in the World Series or something like that's got to come in and get like four or five outs. I feel like that's what Manning's got to do. And that's mm -hmm. why I kind of feel like Denver's got a shot in this game because that defense, I think the intangibles play a little bit bigger than anything else too. I, I think everything, the two weeks off, the – you know, team's been there. I watched, you know, just, just this young team and, and Carolina hasn't lost. They haven't played a bad game. And I don't even know the last time they really, cause I don't even think the care the uh, Atlanta game was that bad. Um, yeah. What are they? 22 and four over the last 26. I mean, they're on a bona fide heater, but now they've had a couple right. of weeks off. They had some time. This game's getting big. And as Cam Newton plays in a lot of big games, and Cam Newton's been in a lot of spots. This is the biggest spot he's ever been in. So we'll see yeah. some of those nerves probably on Sunday play out a little bit. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I'm with you. And, and you know, you can't sleep on Denver's defense. And, and they, 
they definitely showed up last weekend, and I, I was not, I did not expect to see what I saw against New England. I didn't, you know, I, I handicapped the prior month and change, and I saw a defense that was trending in the other direction. Um, but they got to Tom Brady. Tom Brady was uncomfortable. Tom Brady threw interceptions. Uh, he forced passes, and, and we saw what happened. My concern with Denver this weekend is that they're not going to be able to do that against Carolina. Uh, Carolina protects their quarterback a little bit better than New England does. And, uh, you know, Cam Nor- Cam Newton in his 6'4", 250 or 65-pound frame uh, is a little bit more mobile than Tom Brady. And he doesn't go down as easy. So, th- you know, that's, to me, that's, that, that's probably the difference. But, you know, this line, I'm telling you right now, if this line... If it moves up to six and a half or seven, I would probably be off it or consider what you're ta- these variables you're talking about or these intangibles. Yeah, or buy it down a little bit or something like that too. Yeah, so they can see that. Well, well, speaking of the game itself, there's not only the game guys on the field, and we'll get to our predictions in a minute. I would like to kind of get off the field if you yes. want me, Rich. Yes. Um, who doesn't like a good prop bet? And how many squares are you going to get in? And I don't know how many pool yaks in probably. I don't know what goes on at your different homes, but um, we get in the mix, okay? I found some interesting ones. Now, I'll start off with the ones actually on the field, some of the ones that um, I found interesting here, and I'll throw them out to you guys here real quick. Um, one that I found interesting is the kickoff return. Did you know that I think – there's been a kickoff return for a touchdown, I think, in the last at least three Super Bowls. And it just seems to be the losing team, obviously, is getting more chances at it. But that's something. So here's one that's a good one is will the opening kickoff be returned for a, t- for a touchdown? Now, that isn't a crazy – think about that, Yak, right off the bat, especially because you got to kick the ball. Most guys kick it out of the end zone. San Francisco, the weather should be okay. Looks like it's going to be in the 50s. So, you know, you're not going to have any problems, any variables in that regard. That is actually at fifteen to one. I think that there's no way. Yeah, there's zero. There's chance. no way the think odds that. are that low. Yeah, fifteen to one. Will the opening kick be returned for a touchdown? No, meaning that if you take it, you get it at fifteen to one. There's no other side. They're just saying if you if you want to bet it, you have to. Oh bet it's 15, no, fifteen to one. To be honest know. with you, for me to bet that, the odds would have to be in the fifth. 45 to 50 to one range. Seriously. Yeah, especially with the yeah. kickoff. That's why I thought it was interesting. Some of these, and some of yeah. these are coming strictly from covers. And then we got some other ones here off of bleacher bleacher report. Um, the other one that I, I also found interesting was Cam Newton's rushing yards, 39 and a half. Hmm. Oh, that's, you know what? Let's, let's document this. I, you know what? I, my first tingle tells me under. Under. So you're under 39. And a half, yeah. That seems like a lot of rushing yards. I mean, Rich, that's one of those where he's got to scramble almost. I mean, it, even his set runs aren't going to get those. Those His yards are usually coming in, you know, for first downs and things like that. Uh, I think that's a little high, too, even for Cam. Oh, I'm, I've already documented Yak and myself under. I'm definitely yeah, I'm under. going under that as well. I think that's a pretty biggest big number there. The other one here I like, too, is um, with these two defenses, total number of sacks. The over-under is only five. What is it? What is it again? Five between both teams. Five sacks. Both teams 
combined sacks. <clears throat> now, five. first take, obviously, you're thinking over because, okay, Manning's a fossil. He falls down whenever there's pressure. But again, he gets rid of the ball most of the time. I mean, he even throws the ball sometimes sideways and ends up with the fumble because C.J. Anderson will pick it up or Hillman. Um, and Cam doesn't get sacked very often either. I got a tingle on this one too. I'm just kind of thinking if if I feel the way that I feel in regards to the I'm team, over. I like I like the over because I feel like Me Mon too. Miller and company is going to get out there and get a couple of those. Five's yeah. kind of low. I could see I could see Peyton going down two or three times, and then Cam, just just the you know his propensity to to extend a play, if he gets tackled behind the line of scrimmage, it's a sack, right? If he's passing, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, if he's passing. So, yeah, I, I would take over. And by the way, let me jump back real quick because I just pulled this up. If, if this gives you any idea to either one of you guys on that on that Cam Newton bet, he had a, he had a total of three rushing yards against Seattle. Hmm. Three. Yeah, yeah, but they were up big, too, if you think about that. Yeah, I know, but, you know, it's... I would like to go back and see any of his games where he was at that 44 or the, um, what did I say, 42 or 39 and a half. I would like to 39. see some games where, now I know he's had some 100 yards rushing, but those are some of those games where he got loose, um, guys are going downfield, and then all of a sudden he tucks it in, in runs, that kind of deal. So Yeah, you see him get like a 48-yard run because, like you said, all guys turn around. And just, yeah, and he just turns and runs. You don't, he doesn't have games where he's running 13 times for 80 yards, 11 times for 68. He doesn't have a lot of those. There, there's just no way he does. He, he's just not going to. He's just not that kind of guy. He's not a running, a quote unquote running quarterback. He can run, but he's not a a Robert Griffin tuck it and run 11, 12, 13 times a game. So I, I'm, I'm fine with my under 39 and a half. I know that. Which team will have the longest touchdown? So it can be from any any part, special teams, defense, or which team will have the longest touchdown? The longest touchdown from scrimmage, or does that? Oh, just any game. touchdown. Yeah, it could be like an interception return. It could be a kickoff return. That literally is a coin flip. <laughs> kind of no, like the caucus in Iowa was. Yeah, too. no, it literally is because of you know there's so many there's so many fluky there's so much fluky crap that could happen. Uh, well, you got to pick. You got to pick a side. I'm already, I'm already in. I'm already, already in for Denver. Okay, okay I'll take uh, I'll take Carolina. Yeah, I like the Panthers, too. I can see Manning throw a bad square out and Josh Norman doing a bad bit down the sideline. So you hey, guys by, have, by I the have... way, I, I, got, I have to interject again and go back to the original prop bet. This is unbelievable. This is Vegas 101. Uh, Cam Newton's 2015 rushing yards, 636 yards. Do you know what you get if you divide that number by 16 regular season games? 39. Point five. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's how they, they pulled it. So that's how they got that number. I was wondering where they might have come up with that. It's pretty good. This anyway. is a good – this is an interesting one too. I kind of like this one. The jersey number of the first player to score over under 22 and a half. Ooh, I'd have to look at each team's numbers. I I tell you what though, what's Cam's number? One? Yeah. One. I like him. What it was the and number? I know that's under twenty-two and a half. Twenty-two and a half. You have uh, so the first Manuel jersey, Sanders ten. So the first jersey to score yeah. over twenty and a half. Yeah, and by the way, it's the first player to score, so that doesn't have to be a touchdown. That could be a that could also could be, be a, a field, field goal. goal. So both field goal kickers are are, Manning's are under known that. to give up a safety on the first play of the game in Super Bowls as well. So really, you're limited if you're looking. 
I think you're limited to offensive guys as far as maybe, like you said, Emmanuel Sanders. I think Ted Ginn is under 20. He won't catch uh, it. You know, he won't catch it. <laughs> uh, Cam Newton, obviously, but then you're looking at a quarterback John sneak Stewart's or something like that. Yeah, Stewart's 28. Uh, both the Broncos running backs are 22 and 23. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't – oh, wow. You know what? Over. I'm in the over. Over category. I'll go under with Yak, too. That's I like that one there, too. And then well, they who, have – Who do you think's going to get it? The over? I don't know. I mean, you got heard a guy named Greg Olson? I mean, he's pretty good. And any no, defensive you, player. I thought you just said it was – you were taking the under. Oh, no, no, you, no sorry. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would take the under. So I would say I think, you know, whether it's a, a field goal. I mean, I, you're betting on a field yeah, goal. Yeah, they're saying the jersey so. number. Yeah, jersey number. I know. So you think it's a, a jersey under number 20? Well, Yak's going on cam. I'm going with the field goal kicker and Manuel Sanders a grasper. Okay. And you said Greg Olson. He's number 88. Well, right. That's if you so I don't, I don't know where you are. Jabby's all yeah. over the place. I, I think Jabby's been smoking some Chiba. Yeah, God, he was, he's calling Greg Olson. He's calling field goal kickers. He's confusing the, the S out of numbers me. In, I got more numbers in front of me than uh, the White House stuff. I mean, I don't know what's going on here. So you guys both have oh. under 20 for the jersey number. Now is what, And I missed it. Was it first score or first touchdown? Score. Okay, first it score. Safety. Okay. It could be anything you want there. Okay. Um, well, I've got over 20 because i got a feeling it's going to be D. Thomas Wow. or Owen Daniels. Well, Owen! It's going to be one of them. Owen. <laughs> be um, one of them. <laughs> the first offensive play will be pass slash sack or run. Uh, oh, I think you got to go run. <laughs> it's just, I'll take I, a pass. I think the odd, the law of averages are just run, isn't it? Well, if the Broncos win the kick, you definitely are, you know they're definitely running. Yeah, I'm going run. I'm gonna say pass. So Yak's going run. pass. I think. What are you doing, Dabby? I'm gonna say the run, and then I'm gonna say like it's a pass to Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> to when you're to when you're under twenty, yeah, just so he can win the under. Like, a, uh, you can get both there. Um, all right, so let's get some hack ones. Will Peyton Manning announce his retirement in the post-game interview? Yes, five to one. No, ten. To no, way. no way. No right? chance. What if he like goes uh, out at halftime and they rip him out, and Osweiler comes in in the second half and he announces it then? <laughs> just says I'm out. I'm just. Bad. I know. Will There's Peyton no way. Manning be seen crying at any point during the entire broadcast? Um, that could be after the game. Ooh. Um, could be his last game, that whole bit. Yes is uh, six to one. No minus twelve hunch. I'm yes. Ooh. I'm in yes. No, minus twelve hunch. Yeah. I'm gonna say no because I don't think I've ever seen him cry. Yeah, I don't think there's gonna be a lot of crying. Uh, you're you're no. You're in for no two jab. No, no. I think he. I think he. I don't think he'll cry. No way. Yeah. So you're in for no. Yeah. No way. Oh no, my god. No chance. No chance he cries. Uh, how many times will Cam Newton do the open shirt Superman motion during the game? Two and a half. Uh, I will go under because I think under. he's only going to do that if he scores, and I don't think he's going to score three touchdowns. No, I think he. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. I think he does it under. Was it what was, what was it under two and a half? Two and a half. Yep. Oh yeah, definitely under. Yeah, like yeah, I said, he's not going to score three touchdowns. Yeah, that's unless he starts doing it on on first downs. <laughs> what if he made like a huge bet in Vegas? That's what I always wonder too. Do these guys and I know they make enough money so where they don't have to worry about it? But gosh, how could they not want to jump on a couple of these? Um, this what's your one, What's your? Yeah, you didn't even give me your thing. Are you under two? I just throw it to Greg Olson. Um, if if <laughs> Steph Curry is shown on the television during the broadcast, 
what will he be wearing? Well, first of all, he'd be wearing the 50 points he scored against the Wizards tomorrow night. But if he's not wearing that, is it a personalized Steph Curry? I didn't know he had a Carolina jersey. I guess he does. No jersey, a Cam Newton jersey, or any other Carolina jersey. Well, let me let me. I think it's look. hack if you wear your customized jersey to the game. But that's what he wears. He I, there was that thing where him and Newton were praying before that Carolina game, and I think he had his own his own jersey. He's got a number 30 Curry. When's so the game? Sunday. That is hacky. Okay, okay. He's he's going to be in town because they play the Wizards tomorrow. Then they go back home and they play Oak City, and that's they play in Oak San... City on Saturday. That's Saturday the night. Game, so everybody's all fired up to go to that game. Yeah. So I guess the assumption is he's going to be at the game. Yeah. He'll no. He'll definitely be there. Big Carolina guy. Grew up. You know. Obviously went to Davidson. He'll, he'll be wearing a Cam jersey. I think. Oh wow. Well, then you're going to get some good odds on that because the Cam jersey, yak. Let's see here. Uh, Cam Newton's jersey, well, not great odds, 3-1. to one, But it's better than the 1-1 one to one you'd get if he wore his own dumb jersey. Then oh, I got his own jersey he's wearing. It's 1-1. One one. That might be a nice fat one for you, Rich. You might want to do that. And last but not least, I know everybody hates on this guy for some reason, right? This guy, Mike there... Cherry. Everybody hates this guy. Will he be wrong about a challenge? Absolutely, yes, 100%. He's plus, that's plus 110, Rich. That's a, that's a mortgage payment right there, brother. That's I... easily plus. Yes, he's wrong every single time, at least once. I'm going to say he is correct every time he's he, they go to him. So you'll uh, say no. Minus 150 right. for Yakadu. This yeah. is kind of a crazy one, by the way. I don't know if you guys saw this, but, I mean, this is, I don't know if it's too soon to say or anything. It's just bad karma. Will there be an earthquake during the game, 10 to 1? <laughs> no. Uh, well, actually, there probably will be because they say there's, like, Hundreds. Is Tom Block going to be at the game? Oh, how dare you. Oh, Jesus. how dare you. That's you know what, Yak? I was actually thinking about that because it doesn't have to be a, a yeah. San Francisco giant Oakland A's type earthquake in 89. It just has to move the needle. It has it to be, be a 2. One. No, it's it a 2.0. Oh, okay. 2. Well, even a 2.1 moves the needle, but I don't even think, you know, it doesn't even do any. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't even knock the plates off the shelves. Yeah. 2.1, that's that's child's play. Yeah, I also but either way, I still uh, say no. I still that Danny Ruriere's GPA, too? <laughs> it oh, might have been. Jesus, it might be their. I know it's their fake ratings somehow. <laughs> that's, their, that's their number. Um, this is a good one too for Yak. Go tug on the heartstrings here. Will a Panthers player who scores their first touchdown give a football to a boy or a girl? Oh, wow. Um, I'm go. I'm in for girl. Okay. First of all, let me just say this: If you're paying for a ticket for your kid to go to the Super Bowl and he's a little little, little youngster running around going to the game. Everything yeah. is going really good in your life. Yeah, exactly. Because if yeah. he's that close to the field, they're paying thousands of dollars. Correct. Yeah. It's Jerry Richardson type dough. Yeah. I'm saying ball to a girl. Well, because you have a hundred girls. Right. It just it's more to me. It just means more if you give it. You know what? Well, whatever. I don't know. Hey. Well, a lot of little boys getting ball. <laughs> Isolate that. Yeah, that I'm going to isolate it. Sorry. I got one here. I'm on covers. Will. Okay, so this is basically yes or no. You guys can play the odds. Will Steph Curry be wearing a Ray Carruth jersey? <laughs> I, I yes. can't even say it's too soon. Yes, it's plus two million. <laughs> is Ray Carruth still in there? I mean, is oh, still there, I'm right? sure he is. <laughs> God, I bet he's I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. <laughs> That's minus five million. All right, so for the music heads out there, because we always have to have a Ray Carruth. Does anyone even know what number Ray Carruth was? I think it was 80, I think. Four, I thought. 
Was it? I mean, it could be. I mean, he only he only killed uh, Shamika Dotson or whatever her name was twenty years ago. And don't worry about that un- unborn baby either, there, Ted Cruz. He's all set. He's yeah, fine there. That can't even speak. How how old was how how long ago I was? I think he wore number eighty nine. Yeah, Steve Smith took it in his honor. Um, so, <laughs> which song will Coldplay play first during the halftime show? First of all, I don't think you guys know any Coldplay songs. Hey, the first song they'll play. Yeah. Uh, will be. Uh... I mean, you got to come out with your hits, right? Well, first of all, you yeah. got to you got to give me some cold songs. That's what I was gonna say. So, Adventure I'm of a say Lifetime. Clocks. It's at fifteen to two, Yak. That's kind of a good odds for you. Hold hey, on. Can I, you give me some Coldplay songs? I heard a rumor, and, and I almost want to tweet it. <laughs> hey, you better be, better be uh, careful. Actually, You've done I'm that gonna, before I'm, in the past with the I'm best gonna guy. I'm going to text Jason, and I'm going to say, hey. Because this is this is a this is a reliable source. Uh-oh. Somebody I know, it's a family member, is in the uh, kind of in the entertainment industry. <laughs> okay. They told me that Axl Rose and Slash are going to show up at halftime with Coldplay, and okay. it's it's on the big QT right now. And by the way, those guys are reuniting for some tour. So it could make a little bit of sense. Yeah. I'd rather see them than a pregnant Beyonce. Listen, and, I think Beyonce's and, fantastic. And it's happened but... before because I think there was a band a couple years ago. Uh, uh, no, not a band. Who's that kid? That little short. Uh, he, he, no, he had. Marky that, Mark? No, the little light skinned <laughs> black kid. He had a couple big hits. He, he sang a couple uh, Super Bowls ago. Oh, you're talking Bruno Mars, and he's not a kid. Bruno Mars, and you remember, you remember uh, the Chili. Sure, he's Peppers a kid. I mean, he's not Macaulay Culkin. From you know what I mean? He's like, oh, that's he's right. Just... Yeah. So sometimes they do this thing where uh, these bands will show up. You know, somebody will show up unannounced. Is and... it just going to be Axel and Slash, no, or can, I, can I count on Duff McKagan and Izzy Stradlin too? I, I, the only two names that I was texted was Slash and Axel. They well, said, that's because no one knows Duff McKagan. Don't be surprised if Axel and Slash join Coldplay on stage at I halftime. I like that. I'll be definitely tweeting Yak if that if that goes down. That's a good one. Because last year there was a big deal about Katy Perry was going to bring out uh, Mayer because they were slinging it, I think, at the time. And everybody thought John Mayer was going to come out and steal the show. But instead they brought those terrible sharks out. Oh, they were annoying. All right, Yak, this is cross-sport time. Are you ready for some cross-sports? Yeah. yeah. Wait a second. I didn't even get my, I didn't even get my Coldplay vote in. Because you don't know any of the songs, so, I'm just gonna I'm gonna ride Yak's coattails and say clocks. Yeah. So that I think Vita, clocks. I think Viva La Vida has got to be in the mix, Yak. I feel like that's just kind of a, is this a, the first a, song? The question is for the first song they open yeah, up with. You got to open up with your silly. Yeah. Cl- clocks has a nice little piano opening. I could see it. Being, I'm going with clocks. Yeah, and is it Plus okay I, to like Coldplay? I feel like no, it's douchey. It's not. No, it's not okay to like them. They're, they're not out. that bad. He doesn't bother. I don't know. They seem fine to me, even though I think he has bad taste in women because I don't think Gwyneth Paltrow's hot by any stretch. He's no. hotter than her, by the way. Uh, I'd well, rather see Journey playing than Coldplay. <laughs> well, as long as it's not that Mexican guy running around singing. <laughs> because, sure, he's, he's Mexican. He's no Steve Perry. He's not. He's not at all. No, it looks like he ate Steve Perry. What will be higher, <laughs> Trump's points in the New New Hampshire primary or the total points scored by the winning Super Bowl team? I'm going to throw this to our Trump resident, making America and Leesburg great again, Yak. Well, first of all, I didn't know that the New Hampshire primary was. Is it Sunday? Who knows? It's this weekend, Ricky. Your boys oh, are all it? there. Yeah, everybody's there. Cruz is cruising uh, along. I, I, so his his points or or what? 
uh, Trump's percentage points in the New Hampshire primary versus total points scored by the winning Super Bowl team, which I have a feeling you're going to say Carolina. I'm going to say uh, Trump's points are higher, although he – I'm going it, to – it'll probably be in the 35-point range. Yeah, he's got a dominating lead in that New Hampshire. Which, yeah, by but the way, they say New Hampshire. You can throw those polls out the window, apparently, based on what happened last night. Oh yeah, well, or what happened the two years before when your boy Santori and some other dope won the won the damn thing? Huck a huck a suck. Huck a ball. Um, <laughs> huck a ball. Um, okay, this one here, real quick. This is good for you, Yak. You're gonna love this one. Yeah. What will be higher, Tiger Woods' first round score at the 2016 Masters? Or Emmanuel Sanders receiving yards. First of all, I'm not even sure yet Woods is playing, by the way. No, he's not playing. Who the hell came up with that dumb bet? Your 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 favorite your favorite place, the Huff Post? Yeah, the Huffington Post. That's Huff, typical. Huff Post. Typical left wing journalism. <laughs> well, I'm in for Emmanuel Sanders and yeah, yeah, because I'm tired of on his couch. Yeah, if, you, if you're counting how many yeah, if you, how much Adderall Tigers have and then take the over on Adderall, but I think other than that <laughs> I think we're all set. All right, so let's get to the actual game itself. Let's get some predictions where you're kind of fed. And I want to start with Rich. Rich, you're the most level-headed in the show. You don't wear your heart on your sleeve. You know, you keep everything pretty much intact. Let's start with you, Rich. What do you see happening here? Well, I'm going to go out on a limb here and pick the number one seed from the AFC Denver Broncos. And there's really no, no reason... I just think that it's a storybook, and you see it all the time in sports. Don't say it doesn't happen. It happens all the time. Storybook endings, and we already talked about the tumultuous season for Manning where you know they start out well undefeated. They kind of hit a little lull. He gets benched after he's hurt. Uh, Osweiler comes in, leads him to a win against New England. Then he and then he's you know poo poo, and Manning comes back in, and and they get the number one seed, and it's Brady Manning, and nobody gives them the chance, and then they take them out, they they take New England out. So I think it's just that kind of season to where it'd be just a fitting end for Denver and Manning for them to beat Carolina, and I look at this uh, Broncos defense. Much like the Seattle defense from a few years ago, the year when they were just, the year they actually blew Denver out in the Super Bowl, I think it was 43-8. I look at it as that kind of defense. They're loaded everywhere. Two solid corners, two solid safeties. Linebackers are, are, are out of this world. Defensive line. Um, obviously, they're booking rushers with Miller and DeMarcus Ware. Uh, Tlaib uh, and your boy Jabby Chris Harris, you can never remember his name, at corner. I just think this Denver defense too fast um carolina will score points they won't score more than 20 and denver will get to 24 on the running game and defense and by the way manning will throw two touchdowns and throw for 261 two touchdowns denver wins it 24 20 and of course your mvp is peyton effing manning good night and he cries and I win that bet. Wow. Cleaning up over there, Laurel. Uh, Columbia. I know, I know you're in Columbia. Relax. You yelled at your fat neighbor. And she, she, got, uh, she got wind of it, though. She gave us a five-star review from last gosh. week. She gave wind. <laughs> and she ate a bunch of star cookies. Yes, she uh, did. All right, Yak. I mean, you kind of played your hand a little bit. You talked to the legend. Um, yeah. You've talked to all your celebrity friends. Um, what, Wait a minute. What's my line? Denver plus what? Three? 
Four? Hold no, seven? It's six Denver's right getting now. six in our Six. Show. That's what I Well, I'm trying to make sure I get the right. Because you guys always kill but me when I the, But you got the, the money number. line play there. So I think the money line's hanging yeah. around somewhere around 270, right, Yak? Uh, no, the money line is cons- actually pretty low from what I'm looking at. It's a little over 200, but. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, Either that way, is, give me, give, okay, give me Denver plus the six. Either way. It's okay, well, I'm going to. I think I know where Jabby's going, so I'm going to be the outlier here, or otherwise the show will be boring and nobody will listen to it. We know that a ton of people are waiting to listen to the show. <laughs> hey, it's in it's in mono now. Yeah, well, good. Um, <laughs> I, I wish I had mono. I didn't have to do the show. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm going to go with what I've been feeling ever since I saw the, these games a couple weekends ago, which is it's Carolina's year. Uh, they dismantled. Uh, Arizona, who I thought was a pretty damn good football team. That game was a joke. I, I didn't even watch the second half. Swear to God. I was are you I couldn't even watch it. I mean, the, the, that game was an absolute blowout. Uh, Carolina lost one game all year. They are just killing people. I mean, they, let's face it. They destroyed Seattle. You know, who cares what happened in the second half? Because in hindsight, I don't care. They were up 31 to effing nothing at halftime against the defending NFC champions. And then, oh, they just ho-hum it a week later and throw off a 40-something spot on Arizona, who uh, won 12 or 13 games this year. So I just think it's just their year. And, and like I said earlier, uh, to me, the big difference last week uh, is that Denver got to a Tom Brady offensive line that, was patched up and not very good for the pretty much the second half of the season. Uh, they made him make bad throws. He obviously threw a couple picks, and that was the difference in the game. And I do not think they're going to be able to do that against Carolina and Cam Newton. I could see Carolina coasting, okay, kind of in, just in a you know when you set when you hit the. Uh, you're going down to the Outer Banks, and you, you get on 64, and you set your car on coast, Rich. Yes, or cruise okay. control, whichever. Cruise one. control. You put it, yeah, and you set it at about 75, and just s- slide over to the right lane and let all the 80 80 mile an hour guys go by you. I could see them kind of being in that mode and winning this game by 10 or 14 points without batting an eye. Wow. So. I like I said, it would be great to me. It would be great if Peyton Manning and in, in Denver won because I do think this is his last game. But unfortunately, I think this this is uh this is Carolina's year. I'm laying the points. Uh, the only way I would even really kind of lay off this game is if it if it got above seven, which is not going to happen. So I've got Yak for Carolina minus six. Jabby. Yeah. That's the smart side. It really is. And I'm not even doing the, the heartstrings bit or anything. Because like I said at the beginning of the show, I don't really give a rip who wins this game. I'm going to be able to go to sleep pretty drunk on Sunday regardless. So it's not going to matter. Okay? <laughs> so they here's my deal, right? So Cam Newton's coming into his first game. And again, like I said, first Super Bowl, I think he's going to be here for years to come. I don't think it's that big of a deal. The, the, the intangible part that I talked about earlier is this. 
Manning's been to this spot. Manning, if there's not a more prepared guy outside of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, it's Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning's had two weeks basically to prepare. He also had a week off before the game against Pittsburgh. So if the guy's had as much rest as that old arm is going to be able to handle. It's in San Francisco. It's outdoors. It is going to be fine weather as long as they don't get that 2.0 earthquake. Everything is going to be fine weather-wise. So you're not going to have to worry about that kind of situation there. And if you're as good as Peyton Manning is, and, and if we, and we're putting him in rarefied air as the best quarterback, one of these, these elite-type guys, how does he go out on one of these games here in thinking about it? If he's the most prepared guy in football, I think he's going to be prepared for whatever it is that Carolina's going to throw at him. I understand Luke Keekley is probably the best defensive football player out there right now. I mean, the guy's got you know, interception returns in uh, two straight games in the playoffs and does it all the time. Josh Norman, fantastic. We know all the players. But I just got a sneaky feel- feelings at Yak, like I said last week, about the um, or a couple weeks ago, if Denver can get to 20. See, the points for me are the biggest thing. Can Denver get to a certain point? If Denver can get to 20 points, I think there is a legitimate – I think the spread, first of all, is in full – I think you're in good mode because I don't think Carolina's going to drop 40 or anything crazy like that against this Denver defense. And you give some of these vets. You give Tlaib. You give Ware. Um, my other guy on the other side that Rich always reminds me of his name as well. They, they, they have so many players, Yak, that I feel like have this, this – this veteran type deal that I just feel like they're all going to play for one guy and that's number 18. So it's not just how he plays, but I think that all these other guys want to pick him up. I mean, what guy on that team is hates Peyton Manning? They all probably want to win from. And I know that's easy to say and kind of hack, but I'm going with that theory. Um, I like, tw- I like the Broncos 23 to 20, maybe a McManus late field goal. Actually Yvonne Miller, I have winning the MVP because I think it's going to be hard for Manning to win this thing by himself. And I know it's going to be hard for the CBS suits to not give it to him, but I have a feeling he's going to have one of those kind of mediocre games. And I think Von Miller is somebody that can change the game from the defensive side for the Broncos. I'm going to take that and go out on the limb there. And I really just feel like, yeah, for some reason, this storybook actually is going to be written the right way. So you've got 23-20. I've got 24-20, but I've got Manning winning the MVP because I think 261 and two touchdowns, not well, if he does shabby. that, 100%. Yeah, 100%, he'll yeah. get it. I mean, as long as he doesn't throw up all over himself or piss down his leg, I think he's going to be fine in the, in that regard. I just, I just for something, I just feel like if the Broncos win, in my opinion, if the Broncos win, it's going to be on the heels of their defense, maybe a special teams play, um, just some of those intangible things, some of those small things, because I do think this game's going to be close regardless. Now, I could be totally wrong if Carolina could go out and boat race them. I really wouldn't be surprised if that happened either. I could see Manning throwing some duck out there and the game gets behind him and, you know, say la vie i just have a feeling this game he can't go out that way and i just think this defense is too good other thing real quick here on the intangibles gary kubiak the um head coach for the uh the broncos has been in six super bowls as a player and a coach and i understand he was with denver he didn't win a bunch of them but he has won some he's been there wade phillips a defensive coordinator has got a couple weeks to get ready he's a really really good defensive coordinator so we'll that's see a nice what little happens. nugget quite frankly yeah, there's, there's definitely the experience goes with Denver, the, the yeah. obviously you're looking at. Now, the other thing on the other side is Peyton Manning's the worst-rated quarterback going into the Super Bowl. Think about that. Worse than Dilfer, worse than some of these guys that we all laughed at going into the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning is the worst-rated regular season quarterback to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So wow. I just yeah. want him to get it because I can't believe that dope brother of his has two of them and Manning only has one because he needs to yeah. get it just for that reason. Yeah, and Cooper is somewhere just cursing the guy that he is, you know, selling auto insurance or something. I think something. Cooper's got a back thing going on. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, he's probably he on Adderall. Something. 
All right, so we're documented picks. Denver, Denver for me and Jabby, and then Carolina for the Yak. And Yak seems to be on the wrong side of the choices the last few weeks here. So I'm I'm, I'm actually fine with this. So I like my choices. <laughs> yeah, but Yak's not on the wrong side when it comes to movies or television shows. So I want you guys to enlighten the listener a little bit. For what? What do you want? To, what do you want to hear, Jabby? Well, you guys had the visit. You guys had this long text party. Oh about my God! The visit, and it's you guys so... get into it. And also, I like when you guys give out um, recommendations for all four of the listeners. I will say, I'm, I, I'm not. Don't, don't give the the twist out because there is a twist, a twist and shout. So I'm not going to give that out. But I got the text from Yak that said the visit was <laughs> the creepiest, jumpiest movie he's seen forever. And not I forever, watched I said it in a while. Oh no, in a while. Which I don't know. Maybe you haven't seen one in like two weeks. <clears throat> But it was it was a, a complete letdown. I was, couldn't be more disappointed well, in the recommendation. He, here's here's what I would say. Yeah. Uh, number one, I, I am. I mean, I don't watch as many movies as you do, but I do like good movies. And 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 if I read about like I hear about a, like I do want to go see the uh, the Revenant or whatever it's called with uh, DiCaprio. It's supposed yeah. to be a good movie. Uh, but this M Night Shyamalan. Okay, here's his dilemma and i guess that you could say it was a good and bad thing he blew his load so to speak on the very first movie he ever made because personally as far as that genre is concerned i think six cents is probably in the top 10 uh from just the story to the twist to i just thought it was a good movie i don't know what your take on the six cents was but very good i'd give it four out of five easily spoiler alert yeah, well, I mean, 15, 17 years later, if you haven't seen The Sixth Sense, you got to go kill yourself. Uh, but the, the, is that four out of five Rob Deers uh, from you, Yak? Too? Yeah, but, but but you know, really, outside of The Sixth Sense, I hated Unbreakable. I Lady in the Water was was horrible. Nobody saw that. I actually thought that movie, The Village, with I just uh, watched that two nights ago with Joaquin Phoenix was with actually Phoenix. not too bad. No, but here's my thing with. Didn't, wait, visit. didn't he? Didn't he do signs too? Signs was okay. I didn't like it. It was okay. It was yeah. It's okay. But it okay. Here, here's the thing with the visit, Rich, and yeah. Jabby. I think the idea and the concept, and we're not going to spoil it for the three people that are listening. The story, I think, was brilliant. Yes, I. Agree. I just, I just think that he completely botched it, and like I told you in that email or that text. From about the time when you get to the crescendo of the movie of okay, this now how this is how it's gonna play out and now let's let's have family night and we're gonna play Yahtzee. He completely botched it. And, I agree. And, and I'm not some K, uh, BDK film movie making editor, but I thought it was poorly Thank edited, God. and the way that they it played out the last 25 minutes was like what in the hell is going on? Yeah. And and I just felt like it could have been so much better, but. Dude, I am telling you right now, the, there were some scenes in that first part of that movie where I was like, oh, my God, I almost wanted to cover my eyes. I mean, like, like when they were underneath the house. That, that was actually very, that was actually and, pretty and that creepy. that weird ass bitch chasing them around. <laughs> yeah, that was actually pretty creepy. But yeah. no, I, I mean, I agree with you. I think the, the story is, is a really good story. And how about when they camera in the middle of the night? And then all yeah. of a sudden, her face is right there. Yeah, that kind of made me get goosebumps. That yeah. was, yeah, that was creepy. But no, I agree. I think that the story was it was a really good story. Um, I kept waiting for something to take off. Like I just kept waiting for it to just 
to but, just but, give me more, and it just but didn't But you're telling seem, me, you said you no. figured it out in the first 25 or 30 minutes? Yep, and Kim was mad at me because I told her what I thought was going on, and it was, and she was mad that I ruined it. <laughs> so, you know. Hey, don't watch whatever. it with your two young sons, Jabby. If you yeah, don't watch it, it with, don't watch watch it with, it with them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. unless it's, it's I mean, it's, it's uh, not a kid movie. No, they they we watch a lot of uh, Terps, Nebraska here in this home, so there's not a lot of that um, that going. Yeah, on. you'll, not you'll a kid be movie either. No, yeah. well, not you'll be watching you'll be watching Kung Fu Fan Kung Fu Panda three or something well, is Mike. As long as it comes to Angulo Bartlett flex, it, it ain't going out anywhere else. It's <laughs> the only time that we see you anything. Got, you don't ever go to the theaters. That's kind of crazy. To go not no, we do, we do. We do. I've seen okay. some, some flicks in the theaters, but I've seen The Reverend at home. I've seen Creed in my house. I've seen, I mean, I've seen pretty much. Yeah, I'm a big timer. Yeah, I'm a big timer. I'd like to see. I got entertainment like connections. I don't. Like <laughs> I have Apple TV. That's the connection. Now, I know that we're going to switch formats probably either next week or the week after since this football will be over and we'll be looking for things to talk about. Can I share one quick story? Please. Out, out of, um, I believe, Chicago. Where a woman, now get this, a woman and her party were at Denny's taking advantage of the $4 all-you-can-eat pancake special. Okay? It wasn't your neighbor. No, no, no. It looks like her, though. Looks like her. (laughs) Now, this woman, and her name is given, Natasha West. She's 28. She was sharing the pancakes with the entire table. Okay? which I I think anyone that eats an all-you-can-eat or or some kind of special, they know. That's a no-no. You don't so, buy one tray and share it with everybody because that's frowned upon, what is right? This, the pickles? Exactly. You don't cut a cheeseburger eight ways, whatever sure it is. Did that. Sure they did that. Yeah, I know. Can you can you embellish even more, Eric, please? But I, but you know that for a fact. You don't go buy all you can eat and then share it with everybody. It's what you buy for yourself is yourself. So anyway, she decides to share the pancake, the four dollar all you can eat pancakes with everybody at the table. Well, the waitress comes over is Rick and says you can't do this. You can't share pancakes. You, the rest of your party has to pay for their own flapjacks. What was this girl's name? Natasha West. She looks like a fat little Kim, if you can picture that. And little Kim's not little. No, she's not. And it's Lil, L-I-L. <laughs> so she, the waitress comes over. She's Rick. She tells Natasha that she cannot buy the pancakes. She cannot pay for pancakes for herself and let everyone eat them. So Natasha turns into Apollo Creed, starts throwing punches at the waitress, doesn't connect on any punches, by the way, but successfully pushes over the receipt printer at the front and damages it, gets the rest of her party, and they bounce. Okay, so two things here. One, she's, she's trying to assault the waitress who's telling her that she can't, you know, she can't do what she's doing. And number two, they didn't even pay their bill. They all just rolled. I mean, what what what's happening in Chicago where you think it's okay to punch waitresses because they're telling you that you can't you can't share a four dollar all you can eat with with the entire table? The the, uh, the temperature in Chicago is pretty warm. I think it's yes, yeah, yeah. Think, right, and, and I think the fifty three bodies that were I, I just saw a stat today fifty three murders in January. That dude, Chicago is murders. Chicago is crushing a, Baltimore. Crushing yeah. us. We're lagging. I mean, Chicago makes storm. Baltimore look like uh, Loudoun County, know, the Bahamas. <laughs> but so she like gets Bahamas. arrested. So she's arrested. She has to pay fifteen hundred dollar bond to get out. All over, you know, all over this four dollar pancake bit. I mean, come on. Have the rest of the deadbeats at your table 
shell for the $4. And by the way, I think they found it appropriate to include that she is unemployed. So, for whatever reason. Well, she was eating pancakes at noon. Yeah, I'm guessing so she was, probably. Yeah. But again, come on. I mean, you, are you do you really feel you need to try to punch the waitress because she's telling you that you can't share amongst the table? Come on. I, I was actually trying to find a... Straighten up, Chicago. Well, they're going to be fine because they're going to have no pressure on their baseball team because they have the best team since 27 Yankees on paper. Well, we all know. We all, if you watched the Expos last year, you all know that that doesn't mean anything. No. How about the guy that died while uh, while pleasuring himself while he was driving? I mean, come on, buddy. I mean, you got he went on a high, though, Rich. If you're gonna go out, I mean, I get well, yeah. If he finished, hey, did you hear that? <laughs> no. Hey, did you, did you hear that? Uh-uh. Was that was it the barking dogs? No, it's the punching sound effect. I guess I can't do it. Your soundboard's not real up to par right now. What's going yeah. on over there? It's not really a soundboard. It's just your your computer. Yeah, we can't hear you play stuff from your computer. Yeah, let's let's That's just not... get this thing in mono real quick. And once we get through that, we're gonna be all set coming up here. But we will add some things. We'll have some music. We'll have an intro at some point, and um, you know, we'll. I keep hearing about this intro. It's like a, the great. I mean, the listen, great ease. Uh, we gotta climb the. We're climbing the wall, Rich. Every day, we're just keep continuing to climb the wall. We just found out that we can hear each other in everybody's ear now. So we'll see if that works and. We are on iTunes. The last time I checked, too. So we are on check iTunes. iTunes. Between yes. the lines on iTunes. Baltimore Sports Report, of course. And um, check us out. Give us a, a terrible review. Just say Yak sucks. We don't even care. Just write something to know that we all we, that there's people outside of Tom C. Block that are listening. Oh, I know it's more than Tom. Okay, good. Maybe not, not many. Your neighbor. Better no, not your neighbor. no, it's not her. She <laughs> guarantees she couldn't work on a computer. No, She's no a chance. One for sure. Her fat fingers couldn't navigate through the computer. No way. She'd be pushing all the buttons at once. No chance. Rich, you need to put the she need to put the snow over there. The snow goes on the grass. In I the, still in think the underrated part of that is the old old codger that was like the vet that you were doing all this work for, and then he got Rick at you too, and told, just started shaking his head. He SMH'd yeah. you right there in front of you. Don't <laughs> dig off your car and then dump it on the sidewalk. That's what we do. That's something you learn on this show. Don't do anything for others. Don't help your neighbors. Just turn the other cheek and walk right. away. Absolutely. So. All right. Well, let's get out of here, Rich. You can get us out of here. All right. Let's get out of here again. Go to iTunes. Give us a review. Check us out online. Baltimore Sports Report. Is it BaltimoreSportsReport.com? Correct. I will have my um... – I actually – you know what I'll do, Yak, too, is I'll link your Sports Jack on tap, if you don't mind, onto there as well, and I'll put it into my uh, preview for the Super Bowl as well so we can get a little cross. Are, are you going to Are you gonna do a Super Bowl write-up? It's already done. All right, I'll I'll get mine it's done. It's the by total Friday. opposite of what I just said here on this show. So just to be able to cover my bases on both sides, like JP Can I send mine too? Show. Yeah. All right, mine is going to be simple, sweet, and to the point. Denver winner. That's it. <laughs> so I all like right, it. well check us out. Uh, BaltimoreSportsReport.com. Check out Jabby's preview. Uh, Yak will have his preview coming soon. Uh, mine will also be up there. And again, enjoy the Super Bowl. Denver, Carolina, Denver. Uh, I got Peyton Manning riding off the sunset. All that good stuff. Andrew Luck.